And I'm Kay. And we got something to say. Yeah, we do. doing how you feeling we're sitting here on our couch as per usual yes we are although many things have changed many things have because, changed because uh while we're sitting on this couch right now we're probably not going to be doing that in real time ever again because i moved does that mean you're never coming back here again is that what you're saying is this how you're choosing to tell me that this is it i mean we were, <laughs> we were gonna invest in some like nice mics so we could like also do this yeah we definitely should still do that for sure um, yeah, I will be back. Yeah, you know, we just might be coming to you from some different locations. Yes, perhaps another a home of Viet's or a home yes. of mine. Yes, yes, yes. All yeah, things. always keeping it fresh. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it was a pleasure living with you, my friend, and I'm Aww. pleased to see you moving on to greener pastures. Eh, I don't know about <laughs> greener pastures. <laughs> For me, I'm like I agree. So I need to save up money mm, that's because real. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, grad school. Uh, will set you back. Mm-hmm. Except the best um, person. <laughs> we just figured out. And I'm saying that it'll set you back and I'm not even in it. So I'm just right. looking at it and I'm thinking, right. cool, 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 cool. So that's like another like 20 years to pay this off. Plus undergraduate loans. Love that, love that. Um, Shout out so. to all the people who are in grad school right now. We know yeah. Yeah. the bank account is hurting. Yes. We know that FAFSA is yes. screaming down your back. But get that education. Yeah. You know, whatever field you're in, get that degree. Get it. But I'm also, I'm ooh, child. Behind you. ooh, child, I bet FAFSA's your best friend. Ooh, I don't <laughs> miss her for so nothing. <laughs> oh, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know about greener pastures, but you know, pastures. Mm. Pastures. We're going to different pastures. Pastures that are green. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I manifest that for you. Thank you so much. You're I so need welcome. that energy. You're so welcome. You're <laughs> so, so, so welcome. So, other than house hunting, what have yeah. you been up to? Um, I don't know. What day is it today? It's Good. August. Good question. Welcome to August. Sorry, what month? It's August. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, Entanglement 1 2020. Oh. Actually, it's like the fourth or whatever. I don't even know what day it is. Right. If you don't know, know what we're referring to, I don't even know where to start. Oh, Lord, that's going to have to be a different episode because that whole Will Jada, if you guys didn't watch and didn't keep up with it, basically what happened was August Alsina, who, like, I'm sure you don't know, an R&B singer here in the U.S., came out saying that him and Jada Pinkett Smith had some kind of boom, boom, bang, bang, and they were in love and everything out of nowhere, really well, off the cuff. Yeah, he said he, there was a love situation, there's a boom, boom, bang, bang situation, yeah. Will knew about it, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And there have been rumors for years saying that Will and Jada have all kinds of freaky deaky open marriage, throuple situations or whatever, and then them being Will and Jada, are, they're always like, ah, ambiguous about it. Anywho, of course, Twitter lit on fire and they oh. were like, ah! They had a hey day. The best hey memes, day. the best content. The best. Jada brought herself. To the table Jada had to say something so in full fashion she brought herself to the red table that's oh. her Facebook show red table talk and she quote-unquote talked about the situation yeah. I say that cautiously because she really just did a full dance around the truth yeah. she was like she referred to the relationship as an entanglement which again set Twitter on fire thus calling everything and this everyone calling the relationships entanglements now like that's the word just watch just yeah just watch a it keyword. Um, that's the month that we're in. Yes. Welcome. Or Welcome. maybe not. Maybe you're not. In which case, <laughs> um, I actually hope that for you. Because right. this entanglement business, that's a new, 
That's a new term. It truly is, but like I just I adore it. Like, who are you entangled with? Do you know what I mean? Oh, we've all been entangled. That's the truth. Oh, I'm like, Lord. is that off the record or? Really <laughs> DM us that tea. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Wow. Entanglement, man. <laughs> so, what you been up to? That's what you're telling us before we go on the amazing tangent. I don't even know what to tell you because what what was I up to like like last month? That's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Like, what have you been doing? I... Have you seen those memes of, like, celebrities who are doing, like, oh, like, January, like, the yeah. calendar of, like, their okay. faces? Carrie Washington? Yeah. It's <laughs> truly her demise through the seasons. It was, like, demise. she's doing well, top of the world. Uh-huh. A couple little, like, love bump situation, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh. But it's handled. Handled. Right? Then she moves into, like, a cute little, like, March sitch. Yeah. Okay? And she's on the phone because she's, like, oh, no crisis. Like, she's talking to, like... Her dad and her dad's like, I'm coming to get you. Like, <laughs> it's all going down. And she's like, No, it's handled, right? March or something right. else. Um, April uh, was when she was fully confronted with the beast. Right. And realized that not even Olivia Pope can handle it. <laughs> um, we also see her hair start to take different shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coiling. It's getting coiled. It's getting crazy. Right. She gets kidnapped. And I would say oh. kidnapped is, is, in fact, Corona herself. For sure. Have we not been kidnapped from our lives? Yeah. Have we not? Have we? I mean, really, that was like. April. Yeah. It was probably kidnap season. For sure. For we're sure. All like, right. Right. Um, and then May, June, July were just a blur of like pulling our hair out and for sure. Um, we're all in the dungeon and we're all yeah. dealing with it differently. Some people have kind of like gotten to a point of sanity where we're kind of comfortable. We're like, you know, braiding our own hair and like humming to ourselves like full on yeah. like crazy, crazy people. Others are still trying to break out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, others are not I don't know. That one was perfect. The Carrie Washington was the best one. There was also... Um, I posted Viola Davis as one. Well, very similar oh, yeah. to um, Carrie Washington. They also have that quality where they can both do just like... I mean, their despair and their like oh. broken phase oh, is so... Like, I feel it. Like, are you broken? Because I'm broken when I'm watching Carrie Washington when she has that face. It's just this like... the She... Oh, and it's so real. It's, it's also so real. Little Fires. Yes. Little Fires everywhere. Um, and she plays uh, Mia... Um, who, for those who read the book, well, she's, she's black in the series. She acts as, as a black woman, obviously it's Carrie Washington, right. but she's not black in the book. So like that took another, that took it to a different level. Now we had race involved in a way that right. race wasn't really fully involved in, in the book. That's all to say that like, Ooh, when she gets into that, like, Ooh, like that snow, Ooh, her face is just like, it's something else. And we're something all, else. We're all feeling it. We're all, we're all feeling it. I'm a little scared. I'm yeah. definitely feeling like things are intense. Yeah. Shit's going down when Carrie Washington's got that face. And Viola has that too with like her snot cry, you know, yeah. the situation. You're just like, oh my God, like yeah. things are bad. Things the are world's bad. ending. And that's the truth. That's <laughs> things are not great. <laughs> things are not great. I'm like, I can't wait to see what the November one looks like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, they're so funny. I will say, you know what I've been doing lately? I have, um, I've been having a hard time picking content. Um, I've been kind of very like all over the place with content. Like I'm never satisfied really. I find myself always jumping back to YouTube. I'm a big YouTube head, like the mother that I actually am. Um, and I've really been going through like a very deep machine gun Kelly phase. I can't like really get into how it really happened. When you told me that earlier, I was like, (laughs) you mean the band? I really thought this was some like like 21 guns is that no that's a song no that's a band no 21 guns is a song no that's a song oh my god i can't green day green day i oh thought you god. were like giving me like a name of some like because you know sometimes like probably i be talking about like 
like you know you have like a soft spot for like a little like, yeah. like rock situation not for like sure. that but like circa like 2000s two, yeah early 2000s situations so Angsty. I thought you were referring to something that I was like wow I don't know that band I'm not a band no 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 Machine Gun Kelly is a white rapper mm-hmm. he is so fine he's giving me like fresh off the trailer park but like now I got money and I'm yeah. like nice and polished okay. now like tattoos peroxide blonde hair and just like smooth like easy energy and I'm just like oh my <laughs> like god like sign me all the way up and him and Pete Davidson are best friends and like oh that's a menage I really want to twat in you know what I'm saying oh that's uh, <laughs> yeah that vibe is like it's like enticing but it's scary there's a For certain sure. like that like just oh it it makes you want to like like look sideways and be like I should probably run away. That's what I like though. Sure, like if, you know, there's something about being a little bit when you're with somebody. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. like you're just like ooh, like yeah. hmm, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a little like, scared, but like, like, like he also has a half black daughter, which makes me feel like back in the day he's now dating Megan Fox and they're like all about each other. They're like twin souls. It's a whole um, thing, and like that's it. But before then, like I know he was with some black girls, and I'm just like mm-hmm. I know that's it. On brand, that's on brand. I see it in my head, and so yeah. I've just been watching like interview right, after like, interview. Yes. Same type of energy. Same type of energy. And I'm like, yeah. sign me yeah. up. Yeah, He's yeah, also yeah. best friends with Pete Davidson. Love that. So mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of their interviews online. I'm just like lusting after it. Because I'm just like, yes. All they do, is the, <laughs> all they talk about is like smoking weed and like their friendship and like spending uh, Christmases together. And I'm just like, yes. Did you watch the Long Island movie that he made? Okay. So I've been looking for it everywhere, but I can't it's find on. it. It's on Amazon Prime. No, but it's not free though. No, it's not. So what you need to do is find the friend that bought it and rented it. And then watch it. I watched it on like a friend's friend's account. And because it's, it's like you can rent it for like 48 hours. Oh my God. And I watched it, finished it, and then it expired like like maybe 30, 40 minutes afterwards. It oh was my like God. Truly, and it's like sit down for it. It's like, it's like two hours, two hours and 20 minutes. I really want to watch it, but then I saw the $20 like tw- and I was like, I, excuse <laughs> you, I have Prime. I have Prime, yeah. excuse you. But that's what they're doing with movies these days. Did wow. you see that even Mulan? Yeah. Mulan is like 30 bucks on Disney. Uh huh. You know, they're trying to, like, make back all that money from movies that came out right they before really this crisis. Um, okay, so that's, like, your, like, celebrity, yeah. uh, like, niche, like, fan group, like, group that you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in, like, that's a sexual cool. way. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, friends, friends. Um, yeah, yeah, that energy's important. I don't know Crazy. one Machine Gun Kelly song. Not one. Is it rap rap? No, it's, like, rap, rap rap. He's, like, a cousin of G-Eazy. Like, it's rap rap. And, like, he has money, and he has, like, some song songs. He's not new. So I think, like, my next, my part two of my little obsession is going to be listening to his music. Or maybe don't. Because you know how, like, friends don't, you know, like, sometimes, like, friends don't always listen to each other's music. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Pete, like, probably wasn't like, oh, yeah, I love your music, man. He really was, though. Oh, I'm glad then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, I hope our friends listen to our podcast. But, like, they do, though. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Okay. All right. We'll listen to Machine Gun Kelly. Let's just circle back on that one. You know right. Saying? We'll circle back. <laughs> Details to come. Updates will be given. Golly. I can't wait to have that, like, search in my Spotify. It'll be, like, so lucky. <laughs> It'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. KP Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly. Cool. Uh-huh. 
Fun. You guys should probably like grab drinks or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I'll like smoke weed. I'm not like a weed smoker at all, but I feel like when I'm with that crew, like I'll like act like I am. That's the kind of weed smoker that I am. Do you know what I'm talking about? When you're with a group of people who are like 420 blaze it and you're like, ah, just for 10 seconds and you're like, let me go. I'm not, this is not me. This is no, truly just no, like a 10 soft, minute thing. Soft, I'm yeah. soft. I'm no, 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 no. Like give me my little cocktail and like put me away because I, I can't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for a minute. That's true. Oh, cocktails. Yeah. No, what about you? Do you have like, you know, maybe some offbeat celebrities that you would love to just like roll with, maybe for a day, maybe more. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I've been watching Peaky Blinders, uh, which is a show on Netflix. <laughs> okay, it's actually popular. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to this guy, uh, this guy with um uh, Trader Joe's, and he was telling me about the show, and he loves Peaky Blinders, so we were really getting into it. Um. But yeah. So yeah, I was put onto that show. Great. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all to say that I, that two of the actors in the show, like the family, it's based on the family. Yeah. Um, are brothers in real life. And so they're just like running around town doing their thing. And like, apparently they're all friends and they're all just like cheeky British boys, like mm-hmm. just living their life in like, whether they're, you know, across the pond mm-hmm. or they're like in LA or New York shooting the next thing. So they're just like spotted, like, just like, like, you know, just right. kind of messing around town, yeah. which is so fun. And they're just like, they're just like boys. Like they're just like little punks, you know? Oh my God. Um, so I'm definitely into that. Uh, definitely going to be friends with all of them. For sure. For and like sure. the boys only. In fact, I would say... Um, what's your favorite, like, era, if you could live in history? Oh, I feel um, so passionately about this. Putting aside, um, you know, like... Racism? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you said, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, In, like, it's most, like, you know, pronounced way. Yeah. Um, also just, like, you know, misogyny and... Um, yeah. All those things. I would definitely, 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 one more time, definitely say 1920s Paris. Yeah. Actually, wouldn't have to put racism aside that much because, like, Paris actually wasn't that bad, bad. It like, was pretty bad. It wasn't so bad in the 1920s. Okay, so, like, I guess by bad for, like, compared to now. Ooh, that's a hot topic. Um, Bad in, like, compared to, like, whatever, but not as bad as, like, a U.S. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, black people could still, like, they had, like, rights and, like, could move around a little bit more comfortably. That's... You're right. Bad, but, like, not as bad as other places during the time. I mean, just the apparel, the jewels. I want to be in Perry with, like, you know, Picasso and shit sitting next to me, you know, or listen to, like, you know, just ragtime and shit like that, you know, doing the Charleston and, like, Ernest Hemingway is, like, writing a book next to me. Like, that's very much, like, where I want to be, like, romantic, like, ennui. We're talking about it. Josephine Baker is about to perform, you know. We're smoking cigarettes and, like, those sticks, you know what I'm talking about? The sticks. Ugh. Aubrey Hepburn. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And specifically in Europe versus the United States, because like the 1920s was like on the come of it. But you know, like prohibition, like all these other things, like you had to go to like secret parties. Like there was there was the funness of like you know secret parties, yeah, this whatever. But also like they were busted all the time. Right. It was super dangerous. Um. Also, yeah, just like not. So like Europe was doing it better. Hence, like Peaky Blinders, like was a you know in that era of things. Like they're just like living out there trying to figure out how to smuggle gin into the United States because. The kids wanted across the pond. That's so fun. Yeah. It's Prohibition. Oh, truly. Terrible, like, living standards, though. You'd, like, die by 45. Probably, like, TV yeah. or something. Yeah. So sad. But, like, gave us a speakeasy. I mean, like, we love a good speakeasy. I mean, come on. We do love that. Like, a vaulted bar is so fun. Yeah. That, like, whole idea of, like, ooh, it's, like, naughty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Machine like Gun Kelly. They're not different <laughs> things. You know what I mean? It's naughty. <laughs> so Machine Gun Kelly. And, uh, <laughs> roaring 20s <laughs> I wonder if you would agree with that Should I find out? 
Yeah. Should we tag when they find out? We definitely should. You know I'm going to do that. Yeah, what up? Might as well. Maybe he'd respond. That'd be great for us. <laughs> Would it? <laughs> Wait, so Peaky Blinders is on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Are you watching anything else on Netflix? Are you, like, getting into anything else? Mm, uh, no, again, I've been very select about what I watch. I just feel like right. we did the right. But, you know, Netflix is like, we're going to be on the right side of... Yeah. Um, activism and capitalism correct so uh black people here you are here you are they gave us all the things netflix is dropping a whole bunch of black content in august they did like a whole campaign about it because they get they said again blacks we hear that you are in pain yeah and that you're not valued so here is moesha (laughs) (laughs) that's like the best that's such a prime example of like uh We'll give you this. Right, right. Very a lot. Our last episode, we talked about yeah. the Grammys. Like, same kind of energy. I'm not bad at it, though. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. yeah. like, I've... So, I've really been getting into Moesha because I loved Moesha as a kid. And Moesha is underrated in kind mm-hmm. of, like, the family of 90s black sitcoms. Mm-hmm. But, like, family fire. They gave, like, Moesha a little bit of attention because, like, her mom was dead and shit. So, like, there was, like, yeah. some emotional... You know what I'm saying? There was, like, an emotional pull. This... I can't. The intro... Of that show Iconic. is perfect. It's perfect. Van, Brandy's voice is perfect. I Brandy's mean, perfect. at that time, she really is. Yeah. At that time, you know, the year is 1995. She's a young ingenue, a fresh mm-hmm. 16, just mm-hmm. like so cute in the face, just like so cute in the energy. It's a cute show, funny. I just, I mean, perfect. I've really been enjoying watching that because it's just like, ugh, like amazing. Look at Blacks. No, we love it. I'm really excited for Sister Sister. Ugh. I remember being young and like, like young, young, right? You yeah. Know? Um, so much so that my parent, my mom in particular, she like didn't want me to watch all of Sister Sister because you know like it's like set in like high school and like boy, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I and I was know. like all of like seven maybe at oh the time God. when I was watching Sister Sister. Yeah. So my mom would make me like like either like look away if like a scene got too like hot and steamy or whatever, Amazing. or like go to the room and come back. This that and the other. So it's such a like I, it's so imprinted in my head. Like even the like you know the intro Sister Sister. I got my own style. style in my own mind. Now nah, everybody <laughs> see how different we have come to be. Um, loved it. Also, mom, iconic mom and sister sister. I what's Jackie? There we go. Yep, Jackie's it. What do you mean? She's I love Jackie. And Jackie's still dipping and doing it. Oh, absolutely. She's hilarious on Twitter. Consistently. If you do anything, follow Jackie on Twitter because she just like is the baddest, and she like says it with her chest, and I'm like, yes, you are, Jackie. And it was cute because, like, I got my young, I have younger sisters, and my youngest sisters are twins. Yeah. And so they're really excited to watch this. Yeah. Because they didn't have that, you know. Um, For sure. There are two black twins that I know of. It's Tia and Tamara, and it's your sisters. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> one got a TV show, one don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my sisters are hyped about it. They're also, like, just turned 15. So this so is like cute. peak, like like relatability for oh, them. Oh, this is you know? just for them. They're That's amazing. They're so hyped to watch this show. Oh my god! Do you remember that one scene? Um, this was in like I want to say season maybe five or six when they were in college and Tia yeah. was in like that yeah. bar they used to go to. Not like a bar, but like a restaurant, whatever yeah. you know, like in the basement, whatever that all '90s shows had. Yes. And then was. Brian McKnight was like in her dream. Oh, Do you remember that yeah. scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, that Important. show actually bagged a lot of like celebrities. Too. A lot like, of little, black like, celebrities. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that show. They were all there. Which what an era. Because, like, if your black show was really popping in the 90s, like, you had yeah. Brian McKnight, you had just, like, a B2K, like, you had all of the people, oh, and I'm just, like, I love that moment, that, like, ugh, like, crossover moment a little bit. It's iconic. It also just, you know, I mean, I have strong feelings about why I feel like Friends came back, 
Remember when Friends like had a moment again? I'm so glad it's not having a moment anymore. No, and I, you know what? If you like Friends a lot, that's cool. Like, no hate. You know, we all have our things. A I little like bit. The office. A little bit. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but Friends had that moment where it was like coming back again, and it's like you know it was a spinoff. It was a spinoff of an iconic black yeah. show at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Completely ripped off the yeah. idea. Like verbatim ripped off the idea and if you take away all the laugh tracks in friends friends is like it's not that funny it's just not funny at all you know like i've never been like oh i'm gonna like watch friends because like i crave the content like no i'm like i'm bored let me just throw something on it's easy it's easy television easy to watch and um also it came back in like kind of an ironic way you know what I mean? Like, like right. all of a sudden, like, Urban Outfitters had t-shirts that said, like, the Friends logo for, like, $35.99 or something. Right. And I'm just like, mm, that's my least favorite way for things to come back, like, ironically. I agree. People really, like, lose their shit over yeah. that show, and it's just, like, it's crazy. Anyways, that's none of my Anyways. business. That's the tea. Absolutely. That is the tea. <laughs> Going back to black content. Yes. Via and I watched a very, very important... Uh visual album of movement and energy Uh, that we it was so transformative that we said you know what there has to be a whole whole episode we were gonna do like a you know how we do like a little like intros we talk about whatever pop culture Mm -hmm. we're gonna have like a little moment for it in another episode but then we were like you know what i feel like this is beyonce's internet it's beyonce's world (laughs) so we might as well give a whole ass episode to talking about you know it black is king yeah. Black is king. Black is king. I actually think I only want Beyonce to put out visual albums, and I said it. Yeah, I completely agree. She's just entered that echelon now where mm-hmm. it needs to be experienced audibly, visually, correct, uh, aesthetically, correct. All of the things. I I just it's it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Just even from a purely uh, like videography of it all, design of it all cinematography Um, the whole thing i mean it's just now beyonce like has a team that's why i really actually agree with you like it always needs to be a visual album Mm -hmm. it's incredible to see how beyonce has grown as a storyteller because like now we're actually at an upper echelon of like oh "Oh, you this is an experience yeah there's no way to describe what blackest thing is other than like a black experience totally and i really love how she um was mirroring the story in lion king yeah in the visual album itself right um, and also some biblical stories in there too oh, so it's just like yeah we are just we're telling many stories in exactly. one it's a black story it's a black story she also like <clears> said <throat> oh you heard all these songs before because you know the gift came out remember that gift uh-huh. that thing over there you know? yeah and i got some friends and they also like hopped onto that album yeah. yeah so i'm gonna give you that album again um i'm gonna like judge it up a little bit for sure and it's just it's never gonna stop it's just no, all no, gonna no. flow together it's so all, that was yeah yeah that was beautiful i like we oh fell god. in love with that album oh my god i mean beautiful beautiful do you have like a scene or a song that really stood out to you which is hard to say because the whole thing the the best word for it is that it's hypnotizing because like viet and i really were like we couldn't even talk no we every time that we, we talk paused. we have to pause yeah um i think that there were really smart like <laughs> moments and not smart but like cheeky yeah, um, I said cheeky a lot. It's Peaky Blinders. <laughs> peaky fucking Blinders. Cheeky, you cheeky. <laughs> um, like the butlers, we're all white. Love it. I loved it. And when you notice it, you couldn't unnotice it the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, I loved, loved, loved all of the hairstyles mm-hmm. in it. Uh, I absolutely love when we get to see full black hair in all of its colors, mm-hmm. styles lengths and yes we can do all of that so all of that just in usually case. in a week in a, in a, in a week like in a you week. can have like a look on monday 
you know, Tuesday's a different situation. You throw on a wig, it's all good. By the weekend, you're getting braids. And by the following one, you decided to cut it off and dye it blonde. So, like, I don't need, like, you know, this Absolutely. is what we do. This we, is what we do. All of the hairstyles. Been doing. Been doing, too. So, Been seeing doing. it was just like, oh, yeah, oh, that's cute. I saw some things and I was like, I'm going to do that next. Oh, For sure. Because that's how we operate, y'all. That's how we, we operate. We be changing our hair. Just stop asking us. Yeah. Beyonce really gave, she covered the full gamut of like black hair, black skin. I mean, this was, Chocolate Girls ran this show. And I was so, I love to see it. We love to see it. Beyonce said, I'm in fact the the lightest person in here. Correct, correct. And I want you to know that we're going the entire brown spectrum. The entire brown, even like albino representation, which is so important. So Spectacular. Beautiful. Yeah. We had some fun um, celebrity cameos in Black is King, like Pharrell. Pharrell Lupita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's husband. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just husband. Just husband. That's what he is now. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, that's how I like to refer to him in things like this yeah. because like that's the title that he deserves. Yeah. Blue Ivy, who I actually was reading the director whose name I forget, forgive me. I'll definitely put it in the description mm-hmm. of the episode. He was saying that she picked everything that she was in. She was like, <laughs> no, like seriously, like she would watch Beyonce do something. I'd yeah. be like, I want to do what mommy's doing. And yeah. then she would just go. And then she picked everything that she was a part of. And I'm like, uh, a visionary. I mean, people have been saying for the longest time that Blue Ivy actually is, is running the show behind the scenes i believe she's really there with the ipad saying this has got to go Mm-mm. not this this is not for mommy right. this is more for mommy mm-hmm. i think mommy wants Take her two. hair higher yeah she's she's saying stop yeah, yeah. cut cut she was born just to manage like that's what's going on here. for sure for sure um what's Love one that. of your favorite moments or aspects of the experience wow um i really enjoyed the religious motifs i really loved that yeah. i mean just like the regalness of it all was really beautiful mood forever what you're talking about with the white butlers that was really fun was not like i mean people really loved that song here and i think it's because that was like the least african song yeah. on the album it's also like super like hype you know super like hype and like yeah. liked the song but it wasn't my standout in the album from like a musical standpoint yeah. but i mean this retelling of it with the kids mimicking them that that was one of my favorite elements with yeah. the kids ugh, those cute little babies yeah. being them so loved it so cute it was so good shout out to those babies who are just so adorable capturing their energy and dancing around just the full cast was just... I want to know, like, where was the audition for this? I should have seen this. I honestly... I've never wanted a making of yeah. for something more, more than I would love. Cool. I mean, we wouldn't get it because, like, Beyonce really only gives, like, this in one particular way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, it'd be amazing to see. Just, like, where did they shoot it? Like, where... Apparently, they actually traveled. Yes. To Lagos and Ghana. And South Africa. My dad told me that he South recognized oh, some... Ooh, yeah, he recognized okay, cool. some locations. Cool, cool, cool. I'm like... What's the timeline? Yeah, when did this happen? Who auditions? How did she find these yeah. people? Like, who's the casting director? All of these things is like, man, this project was just madness. I said this earlier to you. I really think that, um, well, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the criticisms because honestly, mm-hmm. we can fill an hour and a half just talking about our favorite things. Uh-huh. We also need to watch it again. For sure. Um, to do that. But um, I had a point with where I was going with this. Mm. 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 See, mm. See, I, already got, I distracted myself when I said that I could right. keep going about it. Um, right. This is how rich the content really is. Because, like, my God, we really could go on forever and ever uh, on this. Totally. I was going to say something about this, and now I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. While you think about it, I can give another one of my favorite moments. Okay, yeah, Actually, towards the end of it, when they um, did Spirit. And they did, they blended the, like, actual, like, audio cut, like, single of Spirit. And then mixed it with a live, and I could tell it was live recording. And I was like, this is spectacular. A live choir with Beyonce doing, like, an acapella version of it. And I was like, oh, my 
my god first of all like the vision of that again giving us an amazing song but like remixed and just like i mean the vocals i'm just i'm shaking thinking about it and i could tell like they it was not they didn't record that in the studio like they recorded it in that venue and like the acoustics like just to get that again like the the level of care and production was just stupid ridiculous yes yes what mm -hmm. I was thinking of, as mm -hmm. you thank you so much, I was saying sure. is, um, I think it's really important to like recognize that this is this is like been in the making. Mm -hmm. So this is not just like a cute little thing that she's like, you know what, let's like set up a couple cameras out in Joburg and call it a day. Yeah. Um, and because she like the lineage is really strong, and I say this because um, she has been using this using the work of a poet named Warsan Shire, or Shire, I might be saying it wrong. Mm -hmm. um, she's Somali, but like lived in Kenya, now she's in London. She used her writing in Lemonade. Amazing. And she also, and then she used um, uh, Shimamanda's in Flawless. Like, she's been having a really consistent line. And then she reused Warsan Shire's writings, again, in Black is King, in mm -hmm. the visual. So like, there's a clear lineage here, and these are like true, like from the continent mm -hmm. writers. Um, who also like you know from from Kenya from Nigeria who are also like London and then this and that and the other um, and I also really feel like this Beyonce was gonna probably premiere this maybe a little bit later yeah I would put money that it was supposed to come probably like in a fall stitch mm -hmm. um, but she was like uh, let's look outside things are really rough right um, things have always been rough but things are especially rough right now especially let rough. me give some of these people something to dance to and like fall in love with mm -hmm. which brings me to criticisms yeah um which there are fair ones and like you know twitter was honestly kind of divided it's interesting because i've heard criticisms irl in real life and mm -hmm. on twitter from our african brothers and sisters and those who are you know first gen and have ties to the continent like we do who were saying that they were not really impressed with the representation mm -hmm. um <clears throat> uh, criticisms about it being kind of a hodgepodge mm -hmm. of african cultures like you know she sprinkled a lot of like west african here mm -hmm. a little bit of east african there central kind of all stuff um and then of course larger criticisms about beyonce not really touring in africa yeah. not knowing where she's actually from in africa not having any intimate ties in that particular regard um i'm not sure what the status is now but access was a huge issue that we talked yeah. about before this came out because she I mean, is Disney obviously Plus isn't yeah available it's not available in africa yeah or, or maybe europe but that's it yeah, it's very few countries in Europe. I actually looked it up. It's not a whole ton of countries. Um, so most of the people who this is allegedly about can't watch this content. Presumably. But, like, our folks in Kenya, like, let us know. Is DSTV doing a thing? Is Mnet doing a thing? Right, like, yeah. Let us know. Was there, like, a screening at, like, 7 p.m.? Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Record it so you can have it forever. Like, let right. us know because um, that's a huge, like, access is huge if you are tapping into inspiration and resources, presumably from the continent. You have um, to. You have to get that. And then Noah over there can watch it. Well, then... Not a good look. Not a good look. Then a couple of friends of mine were saying that they were unimpressed with Beyonce's use of Afrobeats. So kind of mm. like... Oh, yeah. They felt that first when the album came out last year and they yeah. doubled down on this right now saying that like, you know, she's monetizing off of beats and she's not really giving back to these artists and yada, 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 and not giving back to the people again by touring. So that's really been the criticism. And so I'm interested to see, you know, via, obviously we are Kenyan American women raised by our amazing Kenyan parents. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about that? Because like the criticisms are interesting. They are very interesting. Um, my mom loved it. My sister Yeah, she did. <laughs> my mom, she was so cute. She really like... I don't know how she got those images, but screenshotted it. She really put her did. Phone up to the TV. I don't know something was happening. There. All platforms. Um, quoted it really, and I, I love it. My mom um, felt uh, she she yeah she adored it. But 
So I think this is an interesting conversation that it will not be limited to this podcast because it's it's huge. It's bigger than than um, a 30, 40 minute conversation. Right. Um, and that's the relationship between being a black American and being an African and like knowing where you are from Africa. Right. And then of course dividing that into different regions within the continent because mm-hmm. I mean we're Kenyan but I truly couldn't tell you a thing about Algeria. And I can sure. tell you a thing about the Gambia. So um, as much as like, and this happens all the time, like we get lumped into Africa, you right. know, and, and, and a lot of uh, black Americans are like, I got to go to Africa. I got to go to Africa. My I biggest said, pet which, peeve. Which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> Pick a country. Which one? It makes me, that makes me so angry because Africa has the most countries than in any continent. So I'm just like, that's the biggest gag. Like you can't, yeah. and most people, <laughs> most black Americans can't name one country. And I'm like, this is just, hate it. Yeah. It's so annoying. I did, also, because if you know a thing about traveling across the continent, oh you know that it is not as simple as, let me just catch a flight real quick from Nairobi to, uh-uh. to Accra. That place is big. It's what so do you mean? big. It's, it's actually quite difficult to cross the continent and stay on the continent. Mm-hmm. More often than not, you got to fly up to Europe or do a stitch in the Middle East and come back around. Uh-huh. Um, then you are to just go from one point to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, let me know, like you want to just like go to Africa um, which one? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe? In the center? You just go straight to Congo or something? The ignorance makes me so, <laughs> so, I too so would like mad. to go to Congo. I've never been. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. And there is, you know, in the U.S. is such a prominent West African presence. Totally, totally. And now again, too, Beyonce is also capitalizing on the fact that Afrobeats, like, in the U.S. are also becoming, like, now mainstream oh, yeah. music. Like, totally. with Burna Boy and, like, yeah. you know, like, Davido, like, all these people, yeah. like, they're starting to now, like, chart here. Oh, and yeah. so it's, like, it's very much like africa the yeah. black american version like do you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. like oh there's not a lot of place for east african pe- yeah. culture there because like i you know as amazing and spectacular as black as king was i didn't see my culture in oh, it no. granted i think for us we wear both hats right like i happened like we were kenyan american so i wear both hats so as an american i was like all right like i, I kind of knew going into it because i had heard some things before it came out of like okay i'm gonna wear my black american hat while i watch this this is not made for like African people. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was made for black Americans who oh. are struggling and fighting for yeah. visibility and life here. Like this wasn't for Africans. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel and like seeking yeah. connection and inspiration from something in which they have very much come from because yes. we know that they ha- like we know that part. We don't even have to go, go right. into the history of that. Right, right, right. They right. know that, but it's it's a huge missing piece because uh, you don't really know specifically. And it's been, like, at this point, you know, many years. Yeah. Um, and that's important. And so that's not by no means meant to be, like, y'all can't be hype about this. Like, absolutely. Be hype about it. Yeah. Um, but do you understand that this is really, I would argue, like, you're just the tip of the iceberg. Like, you're scratching at the surface. For of sure. Deep, 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 deep histories. Yeah. Cultures. Even within a country itself, like... Koei and I are not from the same tribes in Kenya. No, no. Nor do we look the same. We look nothing the same. Nothing alike. Right. We would never be like, oh, are you guys like sit? Like, no, that, no. that's not fair. Our parents don't speak the same um, tribal languages at all. Mm-hmm. My parents don't even speak the same tribal languages at all. They're from completely different sides of Kenya. Mm-hmm. And it's it wasn't even common for you to really marry that much out of your tribe at mm-hmm. that time, too. So, like, even within these countries, like, you got to understand that there are very, very deep traditions and cultures within the country that's not just like blanket content right. yeah <laughs> absolutely i completely agree um it's interesting i think 
yeah, just it's interesting thinking about like just the criticisms between it. Yeah. And I think that intention is always super important when we're yeah. thinking about things. And I really, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, this was not made for African people. This mm -hmm. was made for black people. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, all the issues that black Americans face now. I mean, obviously there's there's so much and it's complicated and it's multi-layered, but so much of it is the fact that, you know, black Americans, these are people who were ripped away from oh, yeah. their home yeah. and brought to a place and they're whole identity was completely erased totally and yeah. it's not that many generations far no. away like we're talking about people's like great great yeah. grandparents which sounds like it's far but like it's really like not yeah. these are people who are fighting for an identity right like totally. when we think about some of our friends right who mm -hmm. the way that they carry their blackness is not the same as me and Viet's yeah. because Viet and I have a very clear privilege of like I know oh, to yeah. launch and latitude where I came from what village what part you know what I'm saying like I've never not known that and we've also had the privilege of living in those places mm -hmm. so I had the experience of growing up and seeing excessive black people and being in the majority you know as i get older the more i i think more and more about how powerful that really is to actually live in a place where like you are the majority you are the standard you are the culture that people like i had my white friends want to be kenyan they want to speak swahili and they want to move like my my family members and they want to look mm -hmm. like me and all of those things and that that brings a security that it, that makes us carry our blackness differently and it's Absolutely. just you know and this was really like this was not for necessarily people like us or people who came from where we come from yeah you know yeah yeah and I, I really do think that um the Beyonce team aka Blue Ivy said the release date <laughs> is in fact now uh, yeah because of what's happening in the world and I um I even more so like really really loved and it, it was it was poignant to me to watch that yeah um because it was just celebrating like all things blackness with zero explanation which zero. let me just say you know y'all be thinking that there's like a cute little like ethnic thing um yeah. on your hulu or your this that and the others or your music videos yeah but it's always still kind of panning towards a white audience um to a white gaze towards right. a explanation of culture um, and that was absolutely not, at least in my opinion. I completely agree. Black is not watered down at all. No. This was really yeah. saturated and just yeah, yeah. thick and concentrated in blackness. And I think poignant is the best word because it really was like, it was, I learned so much. I just like, you felt like I saw myself in the, I mean, it was amazing. It was yeah. spectacular. Mm -hmm. It was spectacular and also in the most like normal way. Yeah, Because for sure. I watched all of that and I was like, yeah, that's cute. You're right. Yeah, mm -hmm, that's us. That's like actually like, yeah, I want that hair. Yeah. Um, I want that look. I want, I want all those things. Um, it's like also the most, com it was the most comfortable thing to watch yeah which I think is like something that um media at large and like media that is made for the white gays and white audiences need to understand is that like we watch that stuff because mm -hmm. it's like just so part of culture and society right. and it's just normal yeah totally. um but like that's not actually like <laughs> a relatable experience right most of the time like it's it's not you know what I mean we see all of ourselves and cultures and traditions even when they yeah. were blackest king was tapping into um uh, like very traditional customs like I really mean that like like trend like way 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 back mm -hmm. um we we also like that's that's relatable to us because we yeah. have grandparents and great-grandparents who are still living in that same you know show show grandma is out there yeah. tending her field yeah, has it left you know all, all like we know that much know as much people. as we know that like Nairobi is a busy bustling city mm -hmm. both things are true mm -hmm. without you're also been too. and <laughs> so. also that yeah exactly a lot of the origins that she talked about are oranges yeah. of our like deep 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 culture yeah. so like informative beautiful and just like a, a love letter to so many yeah. 
aspects of blackness but it was just like spectacular to see yeah one yeah. interesting critique um that well you read it you should tell it yeah it was a podcast actually i was listening to um it's yeah. higher learning with rachel Lindsay and van lathan a really cool duo they were talking about black as king yeah. and van lathan's opinion on it was super super interesting he was saying so of course rachel Lindsay held our opinion and she was like amazing a transformative ah i'm gonna go to africa lol pick a country sis <laughs> all this stuff right and that was like you know like didn't like it wasn't into it not feeling it and he went into it more because like i was like what what <laughs> um and he was basically like you know with everything going on i don't feel like celebrating right now like people are dying black people are being slaughtered we're stuck at home we are dealing with two pandemics right <laughs> one is racism one is coronavirus we don't know that much about either yep. so we don't know how to fix and either. they're related and they are related because <laughs> black people are also dying of coronavirus yes yes so <laughs> And he was just saying, like, I'm not in the mental place to really be celebrating anything right now because there's so much sadness, which I thought was a really interesting critique that I actually see. It's heavy. It's It's a low critique. And I actually think a lot of people feel that way, but because, like, this is Beyonce's internet, they wouldn't really say it with their chest. So I found Vans, honestly, to be refreshing, but that um, mentality to be really interesting because I feel perhaps the polar opposite of like should we not lean on to celebrating right now when there's so much destruction and venom and sadness and the harsh realities of being black in america out there and being black in the world because this isn't just happening here it happens everywhere being black is hard everywhere so i just i thought it was really interesting that he actually felt that it was almost inappropriate to have that level of pride which i think again speaks to the like issue of black americans like you know what i'm saying like it's such a systemic hatred and venom that we're almost like it's happening internally a little bit totally because van's denying himself the joy of seeing himself and seeing his sisters and seeing his mom and he really doesn't feel like that's like almost that that's what he like needs like there's a disconnect there do you know what i'm saying yeah and i i return to the like word loaded and, and and it's it's a heavy um point of view because that's that is truly like a black american experience of that much level of like really really feeling the weight of now Mm -hmm. um in a way because our homes are not only here yeah like our our homes are actually fully not here we have made this place a home yeah in our lifetime you know like i mean your parents aren't here no no my parents like have gone back and forth and back and forth but like yeah it's me who has made east coast home not anybody before me yeah for sure and vice versa you and me and so i think that that's an important uh consideration when we talk about being african being black american because for us who are you know immigrant kids or first gen or what have you like we do have a home elsewhere yeah um i mean you could come for different coming for different reasons but that's to say that like you come from somewhere that you know um in a way that i that like the black experience here like again because generations ago you were forced and removed from your home mm-hmm. and then forced to assimilate here to survive mm-hmm. and we're still seeing that struggle and the inability to survive in the place that you were forced to be in yeah and so like that his critique like it's i i mean i gotta think about that too because yeah it, that's that's loaded it's loaded and it's hard and it's and it's all the more reason why i'm like ooh, child just to get out of bed like I'm going to take this black as king moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For the sake of just mental health and for sanity, like we're stuck up here in those houses and we're just, we're bored as hell. We're sad as hell. We're angry as hell. Like I should take this W real quick. Like, 
this this cute little win and this cute little win. a beautiful win. Yeah. A hyped win. A hyped win. <laughs> the outfits you know the My sunglasses God. Beyonce's <gasps> like long ass sunglasses that she has in Move Forever. Important. I mean Need it looks like a knife. It was just like ch- that's what I like. I like fashion that's like a weapon. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. the that's the deal. Yeah, yeah, So many looks we want to recreate. So many looks. Um, honestly, listen, we got homework for you guys. We got homework for ourselves. And mm-hmm. that's just to watch it again. Watch it again because it's yeah. one of those things where, like, the Easter eggs will reveal themselves after you watch it over and yeah. over again. It's a different experience every time. You'll learn more, see more, think more, all the things. So should you have access, please, please watch it again. Should you not read about it read yeah. about how it was made because it, it's really a, it's a very intriguing um, project and something yeah. to really just think about and to ruminate over so go forth and prosper my kids absolutely that's your homework that's your watch homework. all things black actually because mm-hmm. you know like you know they be collecting royalties uh, hopefully hopefully i hope that i mean it's on a streaming oh they probably don't because it was on a streaming oh. service shit Dang. maybe beyonce get a little shum 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 yeah. She okay, well, network. all the other stuff, all the other black things that are on Netflix. Yeah. Just yeah. hit play. Yeah. <laughs> also, Viet and I are black, so listen to this podcast over and <laughs> over and over. Just hit play on us, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Restart it, um, send it to your friends. All of your friends and your family members. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, this is also a good, like, entry. If you haven't been listening, like, a lot, and you know people in your life who, like, haven't been listening a lot, you can, like, like tag them into, like, this Blackest King one and then tell them to go backwards and then catch up again. For sure. Episode 9, then back to 1. And just go up. And then continue. And move along with us. Yeah. But also out of order, too. You know, we can be That's consumed true. anyway. Any way that you want. Shuffle. <laughs> Moral of the story, listen to our podcast. This is a lot of homework. <laughs> <laughs> go watch Black is King. Drop your thoughts. DM us. About other things, too. Not just this. Absolutely. We want to hear from you guys. Please keep on talking to us. We want to be putting out content that you guys want to hear about. You want to consume. So let us know. We love you guys. All right. Bye. Hey y'all, thanks for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for a couple of ads. What's up, something to say family? It's your favorite astrologist, Pyrogemini. Do you ever wonder how your rising sign shapes your daily decisions? Did you know an Aquarius and a Leo are considered a true love match? Want to understand what your Jupiter is telling you? We can cover all of that and more during one of my 30-minute one-on-one birth chart sessions. To book a reading with me and unlock all of the secrets of your birth chart, send me a DM on Instagram at Pyrogemini. Hi, my name is Ashanti and I'm the creator of AshantiStevens.com. There you will find a collection of my artwork that celebrates Black identities, including films that amplify the voices of women of color. And I also make earrings each named after the beautiful woman in my life because I believe we are a product of those who have inspired us. You can find me on Instagram at artby underscore Ashanti or my website ashantistevens.com. Stay blessed. Hey listeners, you got something to sell? A talent, a product, a service, maybe just a piece of knowledge? Well, we want to feature you. Send us a DM via Instagram and we will record a cute little ad to include during our ad break to give your product, knowledge, whatever it may be, a shout out during our podcast.